Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. The hit a big scratcher from the Virginia Lottery could be a big hit for you. The game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. Virginia Lottery Scratchers. Everyday wins. Visit a lottery retailer near you. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com. Y'all never mind me. Hey, everybody. I was thinking about something that kind of resonated on the periphery of, like, childhood. And to to some extent, I think it defines how uh, I kind of live my life going as an adult. And that thing, I kind of, it. I think you'll understand what I'm talking about, but I call it the million-dollar rule. And you can call it a bunch of different things, but the million-dollar rule is basically this. It's a theory that whatever it is, it may as well cost a million dollars because it's that far out of your reach. And it doesn't have to be anything super expensive. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, elaborate. It's just something that is out of your reach. And growing up, I remember like just thinking that everything was so expensive and I didn't want to bother my mother. I didn't want to ask her for any money or ask my grandparents or anything for any money to do stuff. So for the majority, well, actually the, all of my seeing all of my high school years, all four years, I didn't go on any field trips. I didn't go on any side, you know, excursions. Like if a class went somewhere else, I think the most I did was I went to like, like fast food places after like swim practice and all those times I wanted to go, but I didn't, I I didn't want to go because I never had money for anything. I didn't have money for food. I didn't have money for anything. Cause when I joined the swim team, it was my junior year and swim is like in the fall. And I, I didn't start working until that summer. So I had absolutely no money for the junior year. So I didn't want to do anything and I just didn't bring it up. And when prom came around for junior year I kind of brushed it off because I didn't didn't really want to go my mother wasn't going to push it but for senior year she really wanted me to go to prom and wanted me to you know be a part of some club or some some something that I had just joined like I said the swim team in junior year so I was really hesitant I didn't want to get the class ring or nothing like that so I didn't bring it up and my mother found out and she went and ordered the ring and all that stuff and kind of strongly encouraged me to go to prom and uh I didn't didn't ask a date because I didn't have no money and I wasn't never was really really good with uh approaching girls I liked anyway so it was you know wasn't gonna work out (laughs) so I ended up going to to prom like with uh my brother and my cousin who was uh in high school at the same time and I had a great time uh had a lot of fun and all that but it kind of alluded to not alluded to, it kind of reminded me about that million dollar rule, how I never thought that, uh, I could afford anything. So I would just kind of leave it there. I didn't want to, I didn't want to rock the boat. I didn't want to make a big deal out of it because of this million dollar rule, the rule that says, you know, you can't do that. That's like a million dollars. Like, Oh, he needed, you know, you need a new, new <laughs> book bag or new shoes. Like, Oh Lord, that's a million dollars. Like everything just seemed so big. So as I kind of got older, I didn't I didn't want to be bound by that rule, especially once I 
I got my first job. My first job was at McDonald's at a, a mall here, Capitol Court. Uh, that was my first job. I worked at that McDonald's. And uh, that was my, like I said, the end of the summer of my, the summer after my junior year. And then my senior year, I worked at McDonald's. And once I got my first paycheck, you couldn't tell me nothing. I could buy my own stuff and my mother wasn't going to trip on us or nothing. And, you know, the the most, you know, that she had us do, we didn't have to pay rent or anything like that. But she made my brother and I take care of all of our toiletries, our deodorant, Q-tips, all that stuff like that, lotions and stuff like that, which was cool. Not a problem. Not that expensive. But, um, yeah, I just remember how I, I made it a point to kind of, you know, not make everything so out of reach. I wanted to make it a point to, you know, get to get to have some of the things that I wanted. So I bought all of my school clothes for that, for my senior year. And you like, again, you couldn't tell me nothing. I was like working, get money. That's what's up. Like that, that, that was my thing. And my mother made me my very first paycheck when I was 16. I, I was so upset, but she made me get a checking account and I got it. I think I had to get a checking and a savings account, but they, it cost money at that time. I was going at TCF Bank, and it cost money to open that account. So I was upset because, like, at McDonald's, I think I was making, I want to say it was four seventy five. Like four, was, I know it was less than $5. So whatever the, the account was, and it might have been, like, $25 or $30 to open the account or whatever. And that was a big piece of, a big piece of my, my income at that point, $30. That was a big deal. So... I did it, you know, grudgingly and um it was it was cool and I got a chance to try to balance my my checking account didn't do that well, of course. And I got to understand, you know, the value of money and how how I could I could use money and use money in one way. I didn't learn smart money uh tactics until much 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 later in life. But it kind of got me out of that million dollar rule because I, I bought a pair of shoes. Uh, they had some Brett Favre's, which were uh, like like cross trainers, Nikes or whatever at the time. And I bought those. And I remember those shoes were one hundred and sixteen dollars at that time. And again, like I said, I wasn't making much money. So it took me like a month or two just to get those shoes. And I was like, you couldn't tell me nothing. I thought, like, I have overcome this million dollar rule and. It no longer has a hold on me, but I didn't realize the the insidious the insidiousness of uh, what I call the million dollar rule. But what was really a part of a poverty mindset that you don't have enough that you can't you can't get enough. And like it's a it's an ever losing battle. And I, I heard a person say one time that uh, poverty charges interest. So you don't. You don't go to the doctor because you can't afford the appointment, but then later on you you get a worse case and you end up having to get rushed to the ER or have surgery, which costs even more money. So a person said that poverty charges interest. And Trevor Noah, the comedian, says uh, he he when when he started to make pretty good money, his mother uh, she didn't get sick; she got shot, and he had to pay for. The uh, he didn't have to, but he chose to because, of course, it's his mother. He had to pay for the surgeries and everything. And he was talking about how poverty always has a, a tax. And he was saying that just when things were going good and just when things were going well, 
something happened and he had to, you know, he couldn't maintain the money. And I think for me that that was a, a very big thing, that extra piece of it. So even though I made money and I thought that, well, that's the reason, that's how we'll accomplish it. That's how we'll, you know, beat, beat this million dollar rule. And, um, I, I, as I got older and began to pay like more bills and stuff like that, I, I still, I didn't, I didn't have enough information to, to conquer that poverty mindset that you, you won't have enough or you won't have this. So I was really, you know, kind of close, holding my money close, but I've always been a person who didn't really want to spend money at that point. And I'm kind of different now as again, as I, as I got older and kind of realized, you know, uh, that I can make my own money, especially being a bachelor. I could buy what I wanted. And as long as, as my grandmother would say, as long as I uh, fed myself or, you know, had a sandwich, then my whole family was fed at that time because it was just me. So getting getting over that million-dollar rule was, um, well, actually understanding that that million-dollar rule was part of that poverty mindset and part of uh, something that I had to overcome. And the only way that I could overcome it was to educate myself. Now, um, educate, educating myself also meant that I had to get into a position where I could make the most, the most money I could at that time, you know? So for at doing the job that I enjoyed, so you have to kind of play that game of balance of, um, the work-life balance. And also, can you make the most money doing this thing? So for me, it was cool to, to, to realize that I had options and growing up, I didn't have to just make it like a stonewall thing of never doing anything. Although that's an option too, of never doing anything or just, you know, the bottom's going to drop out and just, you know, a bunch of different things. So I was thinking that, uh, I didn't want to, and I know I won't, I didn't, it wasn't really until like maybe my late twenties where I found, you know, intelligent ways on spending money and saving money and having money do uh do a job and assigning a task for your money to do and and actually sticking toward that but I remember during that time when I was like I said I was 16 or 17 actually by this time I was 18 because I was out of high school and I was working a job and it was a watch by a company named Bulova B-U-L-O-V-A and they had watches in the store at the mall here and there was a watch that I saw I had been watching it for the most part of the summer getting their sales, their sales catalog. I think it was Macy's at the time. And the watch was like, it was like 400 and something dollars, almost $500 when it, when it was advertised at that time. And I'm like, whatever it is, I'm going to work six months or whatever (laughs) to buy this watch. And it wasn't just because the watch was, you know, a fancy watch. It was, it was to symbolize something. It was for me setting a goal and subconsciously it was me shattering that million dollar rule within my life to say that I can, I can, I can be disciplined enough to, to beat this rule and I can make enough money even at this small amount to beat that rule. So when I bought that watch, I, it actually went on sale during Christmas time. And I remember I bought the watch, it was $389 and I did not have a ton of money. That was, like I said, I had to save up for like months just to get that watch. And when I bought it, it was awesome and it was funny because when I bought it, I used a debit card and the lady needed to see my ID because I looked so young <laughs> because I didn't I didn't get facial hair till I was like 24 or something. So 
and I'm not a big dude, so I look super, super young. So she checked my, you know, ID or whatever. I wouldn't, I wasn't tripping on it or nothing, but I bought the watch and like I said, I was like 18 or something when I got the watch and it was, it was such a big accomplishment. Again, not just, you know, not the watch or not the watch in and of itself. It was because I set a goal and I was able to, to smash what I felt was that million dollar rule, because if I wanted it, I knew that I could work hard and make things happen to get it. And I wasn't going to be defeated by the fact that I only made four something, $4 an hour or whatever the case may be. Now, of course, I didn't have any bills or anything at that time. But even if even if I had, you know, a bunch of bills, I would have still made sure that I made that happen because it was a goal bigger than just just the thing. It was the it was the mentality behind it. It was the intent behind it to to get me out of that that uh, that headspace to get me out of that mind state that this is just going to be the way that it is and I can't do anything about it. So um, I guess that I was just thinking about that in terms of the million dollar rule in terms of the the barriers that we put up on ourselves for uh, survival or because we've been conditioned to and how it's important that we break those for not just ourselves, but for the people that have a chance to interact with us and for the people that we impact vis-a-vis our children or uh, friends and family. So I'm thankful that I, I found a way to to shatter the million dollar rule in my life. And I pray that you set goals that shatter those million dollar rules, even if they're not money, if they're not financial, if they're um, how you talk to each other, how you treat your children, how you treat your spouse. I pray that you're able to shatter, identify first educate yourself secondly, and then shatter those, um, those parameters within your life, those million dollar rules, those hedges that are set up, uh, because of survival for, for previous generations that you, you took on thinking that was just how you do things when it was merely, it was mostly rather a survival tactics for those before you. So I pray that you get to shatter those and that, uh, you go forth and you help other people shatter those, those barriers as well. All right, guys, that's all I got. You take it easy. The hit a big scratcher from the Virginia Lottery could be a big hit for you. The game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. Virginia Lottery Scratchers. Every day wins. Visit a lottery retailer near you. For odds and more information, visit valottery.com.